Hi, everybody, and welcome to another exciting, comics-loving edition of Words, Images, and Worlds. Glad to be talking on this episode with comics creator Mark Steckbauer. Mark, thank you for jumping in. Thank you for joining oh, me. You bet. Thanks so much for having me on, Jason. I appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for representing Marvel and Deadpool. I, I'm sporting the uh, Millennium Falcon, which is technically Marvel, Disney. They're all sort of a uh, thing, I think. I'm not wearing my Captain America shoes, so I didn't go all full out today. But I was just like, I just kind of grabbed a hat and then realized, okay, I'm wearing my Marvel shirt and a Deadpool hat. So, yeah. I love it. I love it. Um, I did work. I did work for Marvel longer than I did for DC, so I guess, you know, I'm, I still got to represent. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, still being one of those books that you've done some issues on, of course, yep. Nova being one of those books for Marvel. Yep. So, yeah, so over at Marvel, I was on uh, Spider-Man, did Web of Spider-Man, did Amazing Spider-Man, uh, Nova, uh, Avengers, New Warriors, uh, what if did a few issues of that, and then over at DC, I was on. I did uh, the Flash, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. various Justice League titles, and Steel, you know, and uh, you know some Justice League stuff, like I said, and then a few of like the uh, the talent showcase stuff, and you know, so yeah, I kind of got to play the you know, a couple of nice sandboxes there a couple yeah. of times. Yeah, I, I'm actually a big New Warriors, you know, sort of those like uh, the characters that you don't necessarily see enough of. That's kind of I, I enjoy those a lot. Yeah, that was that was a fun group of books to work on. I mean, uh, I really liked working with my editor, uh, Rob Tokar, on those books. And uh, he was a really, really nice guy. And, and working, too, with Fabian was great. And you know, and and all the pencilers I got to work with. I mean, like you know, Chris Marinan was awesome to to work with because he actually was the first pencil I worked at at Marvel, and we did an issue of Spider Man together. And that's what you know, like how I got my big break in Marvel was uh, working on issue of Spider Man over him, and he liked you know what we did. He was just like, hey, you know, you want to work on this Nova book? I'm like, okay. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Nice, nice. Yeah, uh, a friend of mine lent me a collected edition of Man Called Nova, so I'm about to dive into the the early early editions yeah i had a couple of those and then you know i i guess as a kid i must have traded them or did something and then i came back to them before i started on you know the regular series because he was in the new warriors and then you know you know and then you know having to jump you know getting to jump in on the second series i was like well this is pretty cool you know it's like mm-hmm. collecting as a kid and now i'm working on it that's awesome you yeah. know yeah yeah uh, well, I was going to ask about that. I usually ask about people's childhood. Uh, it's the English teacher in me that's like, how did you find comics? What what were the stories? What were the titles? And how did this path come to be? Well, I think probably for me, comics just was like, you know, it was, I think, just natural. Because I think my, my, if I remember right, I had like, I remember just for me, that he was like watching Super Friends cartoons as a kid. And then getting comic books. I think I remember like one of the first ones I got was like there was like a Batman issue that uh, like Bernie Wrightson had inked, and then yeah. there was like a couple Justice I think a Justice League issue that had like Adam Strange in it, and those were like some of the first comics I had. And then of course some like some Spider Man, and then I had like you know the Amigo a couple of Amigo action figures, and 
And then eventually I started really getting comics more. And for me, it was all about those. I was like, I didn't care what the comics were. I mean, I had Archie's, I had, you know, Casper's, Richie Rich. I mean, for me, it was just like, give me all the comics, you know. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. you know, as a kid, my, like, you know, my family, we would take, you know, like road trips. And we'd go off to like, because we, I grew up in, uh, outside of Portland, Oregon, you know. And uh, so we would go, you know, drive up to, uh, this lake up in like northern Idaho, where you could see like you know, oh, there's the Canadian Rockies, pretty much on the other side of the lake, you know, and we so we drive up there and stay in a cabin for you know like a week, and but I'd have like take just stacks of comics with me, you know, to read while I was there or in the car, and it was like all sorts of stuff. I mean, it was you know like you know uh, Ripley's Believe It or Not and Boris Karloff stuff and all the Gold Keys and the Whitmans and you know it was just. I didn't care what it was. I just grabbed just all sorts of stuff. Mm-hmm. But really reading more and more. And then it was like, hey, there's a comic book store here, you know, in town. And it turns out that the comic book store was uh, called Pegasus Comics and Games. And it was owned by Mike Richardson. You know? Ah, yeah. So that became my store. And then, right, you know, I think it was probably had to be like probably my like junior high, like my first summer being in junior high, I ended up working in his store that summer, you wow. know, and I would just like clean, you know, I would just like clean, you know, shelves and help, you know, sort out books. And that was the summer of secret wars and all sorts of stuff. So, mm-hmm. you know, so for, and, you know, you know, Spider-Man, you know, 252 and all of that was just coming out. So for me, I was just always in there and getting comics and I got paid in comics, which was awesome. <laughs> so it'd be like, I'm going to take this stack. Thank you. you know? <laughs> Do you still have the comics? That's the question. Oh, oh yeah, I've 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 got almost everything I've had since a kid. I've I've got it. So that's awesome. That's awesome. I've, and I've still got all my Star Wars stuff. You know, for the most part, apart from the few things I've sold here and there to to people. My wife's always been like, "Why are you gonna get rid of this stuff?" And you know, and it's like because I want to hold on to it because it just keeps going up in value. It's like it's hard for me to get rid of this stuff. I mean. It was funny because about two years ago we were uh, going to be possibly moving, and she's like, "Well, we got to go through all this stuff, and I'm not taking this all this stuff with me." And you know, and I'm like, "Well, I'm sorting in this and that." And I hadn't looked through my collection in probably like you know a couple of good you know good ten, fifteen years at least because it was all over my parents' house, and my mom, my dad had passed away probably like fifteen years ago, and. You know, mom was there by herself. I was like, well, I'll start getting some of this stuff out. And I pulled out tons of these Star Wars figures. I still like on the cards, you know, from like the oh, later, wow. the later stuff, you know, the power of the four stuff before, you know, pretty much it was like Star Wars is over and we're just putting figures out. And, uh-huh. you know, mm-hmm. I had a bunch of these that I had gotten from this secondhand store for like 10 bucks a piece. I'm like, hmm, I wonder how much these are. I'll put them up for sale on this, you know, Facebook group for uh, Star Wars toys. And it's like, Oh my goodness! And in 15 minutes, I had like sold all of them. Wow! You know? Told my wife, I'm like, well, hon, our vacation and all the moving expenses are paid for now. She's like, what do you mean? <laughs> Hold these six action figures. And now, you know, she's like, you know, she told me. I told her how much they uh, had sold them for. She's like, do you have, do you have more of those? Do you have more? Of those? <laughs> <laughs> it's a, yeah, it's not I mean, a bad deal. <laughs> all more stuff, you know. It's you know. But yeah, I mean, it was just, you know, comics and comics and comics. And then I think, you know, 
during the pandemic, you know, when everything was first shut down, I'm like, well, what am I going to do? It's like, hmm, I, I kind of fell down the rabbit hole of like comic collecting groups of okay. like the kind of the low grade stuff, people like reader copies and this and that and started finding auctions. Oh, this is, they're selling this for a dollar. So it's like, I need all these, I need all these. And so it was like, I was just buying comics, you know, just oodles and oodles and oodles and oodles of comics. But I did fill a lot of my collections up. <laughs> this is good. This is good. But well, it speaks to, you know, your work, but also the work coming from a place of like love and affection for the, the medium. And uh, Oh, yeah. I mean, considering, I mean, I, I think some of the first stuff I was drawing, I was from, you know, it was being inspired by comics and, and, and movies like Star Wars. I mean, I mean, I think I could have been drawing ever since I could pick up a pencil, but I remember, you know, especially as a kid, you know, when I really got into wanting to do it, I was, I was, you know, recreating, you know, the Hoth battle scene from Empire Strikes Back, you know, mm-hmm. of course, the Imperial walkers all kept varying in size for each one from one to another. It's like little tiny snow spears or real big snow spears. It was like my uh, my attention to, to, to detail and scale wasn't quite there yet. So <laughs> it's all the process, all the process. It like it's like, come on, I'm ten. You know, it's like I cut myself some slack here. <laughs> but yeah, it was just uh, you know the this loving comics and. You know, even to this day, even though I'm not working for the bigger two, it's still all about you know creating and drawing and 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 doing that sort of stuff. You know, mm-hmm. my uh, one of my creative partners, Steve Bryan, is kind of in the same boat. We both are like, okay, we're too stupid to quit. You know? <laughs> now, you also have uh, Ghoul Scouts is going to be one that I was going to mention. Right, yeah. So, yeah, Ghoul Scouts is one of the, the current series I'm working on. We've got uh, two volumes that are out. Our first one we did came out in uh, 2016 called uh, Night of the Unliving Undead. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's pretty much about a group of misfit kids who band together to save their town from paranormal activity, which isn't easy because they live in the paranormal capital of the world. So the the first series we did, we did four four issue miniseries uh, published through Action Lab Entertainment, and uh, it then got collected into a trade. And the kids pretty much kind of some of the kids like knew each other, and they end up all kind of you know meeting as a group and you know forming this kind of collective and have to save their town from a uh, zombie uprising. Mm-hmm. And then a couple of years later, um, with our uh, second volume. Uh, I was a teenage werewolf where the kids go off to camp on Labor Day weekend and find out that there's a werewolf there. And then we have, you know, we introduce a couple of a little bunch of new characters. And then we have a third volume that's done uh, titled UFOMG. Oh, nice, nice. Yeah. And uh, I, I came up with that one. I was pretty proud of that. So <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's definitely, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, that one it's completely done we're just kind of waiting for some some legal things to go on with our our publisher unfortunately we are involved in a uh, clash action lawsuit against our publisher action lab with about four other creators right now oh yes yeah yeah so, uh, it's it's not fun it's, it's very messy and it, it stinks because you know we've got probably the best volume of the three for ghoul scouts done and you know, we do pretty much are just don't want to put it out until we kind of have the right 
deal set up where either as okay the issues we have with the publisher need to get like resolved or we need to get our rights back 100% so we can go and get this thing out mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and uh, so it's just a waiting game which which stinks because it's been five years almost now since the last volume yeah. you know yeah. and this, this volume has now been done for two years you know give or take yeah we finished it up uh yeah late winter of 22 it was all done uh -huh. so so yeah so we're uh just playing that waiting game right now but i mean we've got steve and i got some other stuff we're you know working on you know but uh yeah the blue scouts we've we've got like a three more volumes of ideas like that we want to do you know so it's you know our next one we're hoping to do is going to be like holiday themed kind of more because we're trying to do like kind of go it's like all right, so you know the uh, the initial volume took place like in spring, and then second volume takes place at the end of summer. Uh -huh. So third volume takes place around you know like Christmas time, you know, with a whole bunch of different uh, you know Christmas monster mythos that we're working that we're doing. Uh, we got you know we got one I really want to work on that's got mummies involved because mummies are my favorite monster. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so then, but then we got two other ones, but yeah, we've got like this whole, you know, nice storyline we'd like to just keep working with, but it's just, you know, we're just kind of hung up right now. So just gotta just ride it out is all we can do you know, in order to be able to make sure that, you know, we're taken care of, you mm -hmm. know, and, you know, and make sure that the property is going to be uh, handled the right way. Yeah. Yeah. Well, sending, sending all the good vibes there. Uh, and good vibes for much more creative to come. Yeah, it's and, it's, and the big thing it sucks is I go to all these shows and people are like, when's the third volume coming out? When's the third volume coming out? And I gotta keep going, still in limbo. But as soon as as soon as it's clear, trust me, everybody's gonna know. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's like it, we will be bombarding our social medias and everything else like you wouldn't believe just to let you know that when it'll be coming out. So, yeah, we'll uh, we'll see what happens. So, yeah, yeah. So, so as someone who's doing um, sort of the the branching into your own creative worlds, and as somebody who's worked on Avengers, Justice League, you know these these huge things, is there uh, an experience or a collaboration that bubbles to the surface as being one of the the best, most favoritist uh, sort of <laughs> interactions? Oh, it's so it's it's kind of it's hard because I got I mean I was so lucky to work on such great books of characters I loved as a kid. I mean, when it's like, oh, you're gonna work for Marvel and your first project is gonna be Spider Man. You know, most people don't get that their first time going in. You know, yeah. yeah. Usually, Marvel was like, here you're gonna start doing some little backup stories here and there, maybe with some second tier, third tier characters. This was like, hey, you want to you know, work on Spider-Man? Yes, yes, I do. You know, but I mean, just all the people I worked on were were great. All the pencilers I worked with were great. You know, but I think, and, and since, you know, I got to build some really good working relationships and some good friendships that have lasted, you know, 30 plus years as long as I've been doing this. But I think probably, you know, getting to work with Louise Simonson on Steel was great because I'd always loved Louise's writing, mm -hmm. you know. And, and New Mutants and, you know, X Factor with her and, and Walt were always, you know, some of my top favorites to read. Um, let's see. Oh, and working with Joe Staten 
was was another was another great one. I always loved, you know, Joe's, you know, E Man and Oh yeah. Doom, you know, and the and the Doom Patrol kind of relaunched in the seventies and showcase was great. But yeah, I worked with him on a couple of uh on an indie uh project back in probably two thousand seven, two thousand eight. Uh, for a title called Femme Noir, which is was a like uh, like 1940s uh, female adventurous, all you know, mysterious, you know, knowing who she is, but she's out there, you know, and uh-huh. have, like here's a you know a robot gangster, and you know, you know all these like there was a cool just noir feel to it, you know, and uh, I got to ink two of the four issues on it, and we actually the the series actually won a Spine Tingler Award. We actually beat out 100 bullets that year, which was just like, you know, yeah, I mean, yeah. And I actually then got to work with Joe just recently within this last year. Uh, the guy who had was writing Femme Noir and was publishing it, uh, Christopher Mills, he used to work for Techno Comics back in the, the 90s when I was around, has written a bunch of stuff, but he was, uh, has been doing his own kind of, you know, print on demand comic line called uh, Atomic Action, where it's all publicly owned characters like the Black Owl and, you know, Crom the Barbarian and, you know, uh, characters like that. And we got to do, yes, like, hey, I'm doing this project. It's going to team up the Black Owl with uh, Crom the Barbarian and Joe Staten's penciling it. You want ink? And I'm like, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'll work with Joe again. You know? Yeah. But yeah. I was that was pretty awesome, and, and Joe and I finally got to meet in person this last year at C two E two when he was there. So that was that was fantastic, you know, meeting up with him and you know, just talking about stuff and you know, going, oh, God, I can't get, wait till this comes out. And he's like, I know, right? I can't wait to see it and come on. <laughs> so, but it was really great. He was he was a very sweet guy, and his, and his wife Hillary was just awesome, and we had a good time at that show that weekend. So it was nice, all good. Nice. But yeah, that's. Uh, that's, that was pretty cool. Just you know, when you when you get to, you know, work and meet the people who who drew and, and wrote the stuff you that you you know, that made you really kind of get into comics, you know, and want to collect. It's that's pretty cool, you know. Okay. Okay. You know, and I think you know, it's just those those you know interactions have been just great. You know, I remember. Too, like in the early right after I'd started working on Nova, I went out to WonderCon out in Oakland, and at that time they were having a thing called ProCon ahead of time, which was just all professionals. And it was you know we'd have seminars about you know business aspects like you know representing yourself and you know do you need you know our agents a good thing and you know and just just some kind of more business aspect and things about the business you know about the comics. And um, so it was a couple of days and it was really good. And we were, I went out to that and hung out and I met Mike Vosberg and Mike was doing tons of stuff, at, you know, Marvel in the day. And he actually drew a what if story that was what if Nova had kept his powers, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and he was the backup story and John Byrne had done a, you know, had the lead story of, you know, what if the Fantastic Four didn't get their powers and, I told him, it's like, oh yeah, I love that story. It was so it was so awesome, and no story was so great. And, and I was telling him how I was working on the book. He's like, oh, that's really cool. The next day, I see him at the show, and he hands me this envelope, and I'm like, what's this? He's like, well, this is for you. And open it up, and I open up, and he gifted me almost the entire 
almost all of the art from that Nova story in What If. Oh, wow. And wow. I was just like, just like um, why are you giving me this? It's just sitting in a, in a drawer at my house. You know? <laughs> just, you know, I'm not driving this. It's like, I'm giving it to someone who's going to enjoy it and appreciate it, mm-hmm. you know, the memory attached to it, you know. And I'm like, I was just like, holy crap, you know, I just, I couldn't believe it, you know. Yeah, yeah. And to, and to this day, it's like one of my most, you know, cherished things because I have this and I can just look at it and go, wow, this is just awesome, you know. But yeah, it's just, it's those interactions and, you know, when you get to meet those people and, and you know, I met Kurt Swan at the show and I have a Superman he drew, you know. And this was like right after I started, you know, working in comics. And it says, you know, to Mark, have a great, and he crosses it out and writes super career, you know. <laughs> it's it's nice. things like that. It's like meeting these people and they're just, you know, and you look at them, it's like, wow, let's do to do this. And he's just like, hey, I'm going to go over here. We're going to want to go have a sandwich with us. You know, want to go have a bite to eat. And shall we just, well, let's go hang out. And I'm like, okay. You know, <laughs> it's, it's pretty cool, you know. But yeah, it's it's just... You know, it's it's hard to really pinpoint and say, "Oh yeah, this was great, and this was the best, and this was the best," because there there's so many great ones. You know, great little instances. You know, and I think it's like I always tell myself, I may not know the biggest names in the industry, but I know some of the best names. You know, and that's that more important. You know, Mm -hmm. good humans, good humans. Yeah. Oh, exactly, and then. (laughs) These people have become like you know they're they're second they're my second family you know in a lot of ways, so yeah, yeah, very cool, very cool. Joe um, was on the show <clears throat> a couple of episodes ago. <clears throat> Sorry, my voice voice just decided to go. Um, and I met him at Heroes Con, and I've heard just wonderful things about Louise Simonson. Like, yeah, I've I've never met her. Things, and that's why I told myself, okay, next year I'm going to Heroes. I've been wanting to for. A long time it's kind of been on my con bucket list mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm. as a pro and i just have never gone and i decided that the, steve bryant and i was like we got to go next year man let's we'll, we'll, we'll we can drive it and get there in you know a day and we'll be there and hang out and see all these cool people that we you know don't get to see at other shows and you know because steve does san diego every year and we do c2e2 together every year you know but he hasn't done heroes in a long time and I've never done it. So we're like, okay, let's go. And that way we can finally start meeting, you know, people we wanted to meet forever, you know, Louise is on my bucket list, you know? So yeah, that's cool. (laughs) Maybe I will see you there. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, So the last official question, and then we can hit anything that we've missed. And that is, future or current creative directions that you can talk about i know sometimes those are under wraps and secrecy um yep. as well as web spaces where people can connect okay well uh as far as project goes i am working on a project that i'm gonna, that I'm gonna be penciling and inking. uh it's called obsolete i'm working with a comics writer named chuck satterley out of chicago uh he's done Quite a bit of stuff, more a lot more indie stuff than anything, and then um, co-written with a uh, another gentleman named Jason Mikulski. He's out of New York. Um, Obsolete is a take of seventies was set in the eighties, 
mm-hmm. and is now you know being is now being brought out of reti- a forced retirement to you know aid a new group of cyber enhanced people you know to stop a you know world disaster so it's going to have some a lot of nods to you know the six million dollar man and things like that but with also like the tones of miami vice <laughs> nice. <laughs> in ways. nice so, so i'm gonna be, i'm actually working on the cover right now but we're going to be crowdfunding that uh as soon as i as soon as i get you know pages you know sample pages done for the preview um we're going to try and kickstart that probably like this this early winter and have that out and it's going to be four issues so I'm doing that. Um, Steve, Brian, and I are hoping to do some more Ghoul Scouts, but we've also got another project uh, lined up called uh, Notorious um, that we're working on, uh, which is kind of like the it's like what if it's kind of like a what if Khan Noonien Singh was betrayed by his own crew mm-hmm. because they didn't feel that he was like going far enough. Uh huh. Uh huh. <laughs> him back in stasis and then you know he gets you know he were to be freed like you know 25 years later to find out that you know somebody else has now taken over his his gang and are you know committing like you know are, are pretty much committing atrocities for atrocity's sake not for like i'm going to conquer this and rule this it's like we're just going out and you know scorched earth you know planets all over the place you know mm-hmm. and you know so yeah, so we're uh, so we've got that one, uh, you know, kind of in very early stages of development. So, you know, we're always we're always doing lots of stuff. So there's always something something going on. Uh, but as far as socials, I'm all over the place. I am on the thing called Twitter, as long as it's going to be, or I should call it X now, but I won't call it <laughs> X. <I'm sorry. laughs> so I'm over there. It's just at Mark Stegbauer. I'm on Instagram as at Mark Stegbauer. Uh, I have a personal page on Facebook, but I also have my Mark Stegbauer Artist of Stuff fan page over on Facebook. And we also have a Ghoul Scouts page over there. And then I am also on the Blue Sky app. Love it. Love it. You, you are social media prolific. Well, you know, I've, I've been able to get, you know, meet a lot of people out across all these platforms. So it's, you know, you never know what you know, but it's a, it's a nice way to meet new pro you know meet new people meet fans and fellow pros and just you know get your work out there as well just you know the more the more people i can you know that i can get you know my books and projects in their hands you know that means the more projects that we can do mm-hmm. absolutely and i also enjoy the the art that you post um, particularly on facebook is is the place where i tend to see things so i uh, appreciate getting to see the the process and the work that's out there Oh, thank you. Yeah, it's this uh, this month's project with the whole Action Against Alzheimer's Art campaign that I'm doing um, in honor of my mom, who's who's now in hospice for mm-hmm. Alzheimer's, uh, is is a lot of fun. I've been playing with the playing with all the Jack Kirby characters. I mean, uh, you know, trying different art things and just kind of pushing myself and to to draw different you know pieces and stuff it's been a lot of fun and the response to it was just was just amazing i mean we raised uh $2500 for the alzheimer's association uh through the sale of these pieces so it was uh it was pretty awesome so nice. it was, 
I'm coming almost at the halfway point here. We're going to be, you know, coming up at the halfway point here in a couple of days and, uh, you know, going, coming into the back half of, of the, of the campaign. So. Yeah. And then, yeah. And then I'm going to be, uh, today I'll be, uh, popping up on, oh, I'm also on over on, uh, whatnot, uh, nice. over on whatnot and see auctions and uh, I saw a lot of other artists on there doing, you know, live drawing streams. So I'm over on whatnot. Now I'm going to be doing a, uh, live drawing session of some sketch cards and, and stuff like that, donating half the proceeds to uh, Alzheimer's Association as well. Wonderful. Wonderful. Um, yeah, I saw, I saw a Kang earlier today. Uh, lovely yeah. Kang work. Yeah. Drew him up yesterday and then it was appropriate. I drew him yesterday and then finally got around to seeing Ant-Man Quantumania last night. So. Yes, nice. Nice. Well, well, glad to share about what you're doing uh, for Alzheimer's and what you're doing in general in the world of comics and creating. And I appreciate the time you've spent with me. Well, thanks, Jason. I appreciate uh, you having me on the show. And uh, I look forward to you know, making more comics and seeing more people and hopefully seeing you again. <laughs>